There is something missing in the world today It's the one thing that can make the world okay And it doesn't cost nothing, no, you don't even have to pay it's about doing the right thing every day. Get out. My friend, get out of my office. That is the voice of the HR who is talking to her staff. That is the voice of the HR who normally to you, you feel the person has been trained to take up that job. It costs nothing to be nice. You know, someone said, there's a thin line between love and hate. And another one says, life is not always a bed of roses. And this brings me to what I intend to talk about today. How you treat people. Again, it costs nothing to be nice. My name is William Springs Chubiki and this is Coco Hops. Because you are the light. Why am I saying this? Because somewhere, one Madame Florence is treating her house help badly. One Madame Florence is treating the houseboy badly. Do you hear something like, go and come in that stupid girl. Go and come in that nonsense boy. That is Madame Florence sending the child to go call Agatha, the house help. This is the same Agatha who does all the chores in the house. This is the same Agatha who has taken off the responsibility of her shoulders. She does the house chores. She takes care of the house when you've gone to work. But you decide to be what? Terrible. You decide to be what? Can't and careless. You decide to be what? To be rude to her in front of your child. Your little child. And then tomorrow what happens? That little girl or that little boy will do the same thing to Agatha. Hey, stupid girl, come here. Go and bring me my stocking. Yes. They learned from you. That is the exact way how you treated Agatha. Before them. It doesn't even end there. You, you tend to rubbish Agatha, your househead, your houseboy, in front of your friends. Hey, stupid girl, go and get this people something to drink. I don't want you to go and do something bad there. I know you, you, you normally, you don't know how to do things. That's how I sent to wash plate the other day. You broke all the utensils. That's how I sent to, to, to iron my child's uniform. You burnt it. In front of your guests. You are treating your house up badly. You are downplaying her integrity. You are killing her confidence. It costs nothing to be nice. Absolutely nothing. But because, oh, you are the madam of the house. But because, oh, you are the girl of the house. You have to rubbish your helpers. You have to speak rudely to them. You have to treat them badly. And you have to subject them to what? Slavery. Because you are in charge. And yeah, because they are nobody. It costs nothing to be nice. How about those people in the marketplace? You own a shop and because someone walks up to you and the price does not match with what you want to sell, you begin to shout at the person. 
You begin to insult the person. You begin to rain abuses at the person. I beg, come off my shop, come off my shop. I know what may come spoil my day today. Carry your bad luck, they go. That is how you rain abuses on your potential customers. And when the person goes to buy from your neighbor, and then they become their, your neighbor's customer, you begin to envy your neighbor. You begin to bear grudges against your neighbor. You begin to harbor what? Bad intentions against your neighbor. Forgetting that you were the one that sent this potential customer away with your bad attitude, with the way you treated the person. It costs worth nothing to be nice, nothing. You know, you okay, I would say I can give um, a kind of a leverage to those older persons, maybe because they are and they, they are going through stress and frustration or one, of the, or one thing or the other. But what about you, that young girl? You are in the market and you're selling and someone comes to your shop and then, oh, you explode. You begin to to bring out your inner demon. You are younger. You're not yet married. You don't know who the person you are talking to is. You don't know whom you are addressing is. You don't know whom you, whom you are ringing abuses on is. Forgetting that you are going to get married sometime. Forgetting that you are going to, you are expecting to get married. Forgetting that you are expecting to meet your potential husband. Oh, because you own a shop in the market. Oh, because you you are. In quotes, you're the you're your ideal businesswoman. You are the boss lady. You speak to people anyhow. It costs nothing to be nice. I remember attending one church and because um the, she's a choir mistress, she asks those who um come late to church to choir practice to kneel down. <laughs> and I'm like, oh Jesus, what is happening here? My friend, come on, will you need an crawl from there? You are, you are late. You're inside the church. And I'm like, what is happening here? Isn't this supposed to be a church? Okay, yes, the person, the person um, has failed the rule. Yes, the person came late to church. But does that call for all of this drama? To the extent you tell the person to kneel down from the church door to where the practice, to where others are seated. My friend, will you stop there? Knee down there and crawl down to us. Sweet Lord. Is that how things are done? And then you just embarrass the person in front of everybody in the church. Why? Because you are the leader. Because of what? You are the head of the church. You are the head of the group, I mean to say. So you have to rubbish that person. You have to downplay that person's integrity. You have to make the person feel bad. It costs nothing to be nice. Yes, I yes I came late to church. Yes, I came late to practice. But it doesn't call for all of this drama. And some even go to the extent of flogging them. <laughs> yes, it happens. You might say, oh no, this happens only in the movie. No, it happens. I told you I have been a witness. I have seen it. The, the, the girl, what does she what does she do? What will she do? She just had to kneel down and then begin to crawl down to where we were seated and i was like no this is not happening it is not only even to the young see where where i where i got um a little bit irritated was when she the person spoke rudely to a married woman with a, a baby yes the woman is a she has a winning child and then she was like ah 
Ma, sorry, I came late. This is because my baby was... Will you shut your mouth? And that is it. You are someone's wife. And you're rudely speaking to someone's wife. Who has, who has a child? Of how many months? Allow the woman to speak. Allow her to talk. Let her, let her speak her mind. Let her say why she came late to church. But no. Because you are the almighty. You have to shush her. You have to shut her mouth instantly. Come on. It costs nothing to be nice. What about those ushers in the church? Mm, sweet Lord. You know, I keep telling people, if you've not met a very rude, if you've not met a very bad attitude usher, you would not, you've not met an usher. Yes, you have not truly met an usher. And then when you come into the church gorgeously dressed, happy to go serve the Lord, you see the usher, you, you, maybe you meet them at the, at the entrance of the church and you'll be like, oh, glory to Jesus, this one is smiling. But you don't know what is happening. And then when you go in, she will be like, hey, my friend, don't sit there. Get up and get, take your things up to the other side. Come on. You are an usher. Why were you made an usher? Because the, the, the committee felt you were nice. The church committee felt, oh, these persons can do the job. These persons can represent us. What if you are talking to a first-timer? Now, imagine the impression that usher is giving to the church. I came to this church and this is how this person is talking to me. What then happens when I meet the other persons? What then happens when I want to join an organization? What then happens when I want to join a department in the church? If an usher can talk to me like this. You see some ushers, they are just controlling you as if you are a robot. Hey, my friend, move, move, move to the front. Move, don't sit there, move. Ah, Abba, Sister Angela, that is not how to talk to people. That is not how to, that is not how to do things. That's not how to go about things. You have to calm down and be nice. Hello, good morning. Welcome to service. You know, something I go to some church and I'm like, oh wow. From the from the gate, the security man, down to the usher in the church. You're like, okay, I might want to pitch my tent here. Yes. That is a benefit of being nice to people. They feel holy. But when the security man, hey, my friend, Oga, no pack your motor there. You know they say um 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 signpost there. No parking. That place is meant for daddy. Move, carry that. Move that carton. Come on for here. Ah. And I'll be like, hey, my car, carton. So what will not happen when I go into the church? And then, uh, unluckily for you, you go inside and you meet the countercarious usher. And she'll be like, Oga, that place is meant for the women. Can't you see that it's only the women that stand down there? Move your side. Go to the other side and look. Can't you see? Can't you observe? Move and go to the other side. It's meant for the men. Ha. Ah. And you'll be like, from the gate, I met a very, a very bad experience. And now I'm getting another. Inside same church. No. I cannot worship here. This is not conducive for me. This is not homely. This is not the perfect place for me to worship. In the church. The ushers, the stewards, they're talking to you wrongly. Yes, we are going to talk about the ushers. We've said something about them. What about you, the church member? You, you bring you all your aggressions from home. You bring all the anger. You've been sitting with anger from home. And then you want to rain it down on the innocent usher. Trying to usher you into the church. She might like, hello, good morning, madam. Please, I'm sorry. This place is reserved for, for our newcomers. Please, can you kindly move your, um, move your seat, um, move your bags and take your Bible to the other row. And you'll be like, who are you to tell me where to sit? Are you mad? I, I, is it the first time you're seeing me in this church? Please just mind your business. 
Ha! Sister Grace, that is not how to do things. That is not how to talk to people. That is rude. Absolutely rude. And the innocent usher will be hiding her face in shame. Because you are shouting. In the church, where there are people gathered. Where there are people everywhere. You've drawn the attention of the whole church or the people beside you. And then, the usher will just say, no problem. And then she will go out to meet the next person. Come on, it costs nothing to be nice. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> you know, you think it all ends there. But I'm going to say this, there are people who are power intoxicant. And you say, ah, John. John is now the head of the tenants. John is now the head of um, the, the committee. And then that's how John explodes in a demon. That is the opportunity for John to what? To explore. And you see something like, hey, mister, nobody should drop anything there. I am the new caretaker of this compound. If I see you drop anything there, you're going to have me to contend with. Huh, John, all of us are tenants, so maybe because they say me can be caretaker, you want to treat us anyhow. Haba, that is it. That was John who was nice. That was John who was um, humble. That was John who was friendly with everybody in the compound. But because now John is a step ahead of everybody, John has been made the caretaker. John is now intoxicated by that little power he was given. And that's how John just disturbs everybody. That's how John speaks badly to everybody in the compound. My friend, come out. You know, said come. Come out for road. Carry out. This thing go. Who did make you put that? That is it. John talking to his co-tenants rudely. Because what? He's now the caretaker. And you know, the funniest part is he still pays rent. Yes, all of us, he pays the same rent. But because maybe they give the you you've gotten a maybe a slash of um ten percent and then you want to or five percent from the from the normal um tenant fee, the rent fee, you want to exercise your power, you want to oppress your co-tenants. And I, I you know most of these things you just look at them and you begin to laugh. Sometimes people say this maybe John we just will be the full of this, don't they talk, they gist. Nine be this now we say if you want to talk to Rango, say, I beg, I know they'll, uh, John will be like, shift, I beg, I know they're not level again. Ha! Huh. It costs nothing to be nice to people. I know people who have been made um, the, the group of admin of WhatsApp. <laughs> you might find this funny, but it happens. Yes, you are the group admin. And then you begin to exercise your, your tyranny. Any person that does not agree or align with your, your ideas, you block the person or you send kick the person out of the room, of the group. Come on. How is that even? How is that something? You are power intoxicated. You have been waiting for this opportunity to explore your inner demon, to explore your inner um, bad attitude that has been hiding, that has been caged. Power intoxicated. You know, you meet some youth leaders and then you don't even talk to them because they are the youth leader in the community. 
You cannot even come close to them. And when you're hey, you, you see the bodyguard, <laughs> you leader having bodyguards come on. I, I don't understand. Like, what's the use? Of what use is a youth leader having a bodyguard? And then when you want to try to assess them, they said, my friend, stop that person. Youth leader that normally we hang under the tree to 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 have some um, some bottles. Because now you're the, you, you've been elected a youth leader. You want to exercise your tyranny. You want to show people how you, you can oppress. It costs nothing to be nice. Yes, nothing. You see that ordinary person because they've given them small power also, some um, delegated authority. They begin to exercise their, their, their strength. You begin to see some tussle. You see a different person. You see a totally different person from what you used to know them to be. And then you begin to imagine, is this this person I used to know? Why? Power. Power what intoxicant. This thing happens everywhere. I mean everywhere, even in your neighborhood, in your compound. I, you know, I, I worked in a place where the, the, my fellow staff, you know, I, I'm a new person. So when I, got, when, I, when I got into the company, my first day, they were like, oh, this is Williams, meet Williams. And everyone was like, hi, hello, hi. And I was like, oh, okay. But when I started coming to work a day, two days and three days, I began to see the color of everybody. It got to the point, my, this is my fellow employee. Now, I'm not going back, I'm not talking about the superiors or the HR or the head. My fellow employee, the person told me, my friend, can't, okay, this is, a, this is a, a job where we speak on the phone. We talk to clients on the phone. So the, she was like, my friend, calm down, you are shouting, I beg. Don't be doing as if you know this job more than us. And I was like, ah. But the person was... And I'm with him, I was like, I wasn't shouting. I was just speaking normally on the phone so that the person can hear me. And everything was going well on, on the other end from the person. I was like, ah, sorry, I, okay, I will not shout again. That is me talking. So, sorry, I will not shout again. And I'm, within me, I was like, hey, hey, what is happening? Is this how it's going to be like? And then when my shift was done, do you know what this person told me? For your mind, now you go, if you say it don't work. I bet when they go, make we way, sabi the work, make main work start. Ah, ah, we didn't hear it. See, it took something away from me. I was like, hey, Jesus, am I going to survive here? You know, when someone tries to bring down your esteem, your self esteem, when someone tries to, to, to make you feel like you're nothing, absolutely nothing, that is how I felt. But, so, like, but um, being me, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I have this thick skin. So I, I don't think things get to me like that. I was like, okay, my shift is done. You can come and sit down. I laughed it off and I walked out through the door. I signed that and walked out through the door and I went home. I didn't think about it. But I, I recorded it down inside my head that, okay, this is what happened today. So I know how I'm going to tread or relate with this person when I get to the workplace. That is what the person told me. My own fellow staff in the same department, we earn the same salary. But because I'm a new person, you want to show your what? Your power, your superiority over me. And I was spoken to rudely. It costs what? Nothing to be nice to people. It doesn't end there. And then you see those of our fellow employees who go out to buy favor. They take your, your name, 
they you know you see them nicodemously going to the superior's office you see them nicodemously or cowering down into the hr's office <laughs> and, and you, you know how these things work hello good morning they don't want to say anything they have nothing to report but because they want to bring you down they just run into the hr's office to start a discussion that is that, that is non-existent but they want to bring you down to the table you want, they want you to be the, the 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 topic of discussion so that they can bring you down i have worked in such a place and it was quite an experience it was terrible and also an experience <laughs> i remember another girl that came when i was while i was still okay i've gotten up to three months in the company and one of that girl came and she got the same and she got the same treatment from the other girls she had to resign and leave because she couldn't take it anymore it was so hot for her it was so she was so uncomfortable she had to resign a month after with the excuse that she's going to get married and she wants to relocate to Benin. <laughs> do you know i met the same person on the road and like are you not going to Benin? she said no i was that place i know fit i beg the way that they behave there i just say make a go for my peace of mind toxicity the people there we are rude they were, not, they were not nice to people. You know, they want to show that oh, I've been here before you. If you're a new person, they want to show you that. Come on. You're under me. I was here before you. You're just coming yesterday. You know something like it happens in the workplace. Your own fellow staff, your own fellow employee wants to bring you down. They, they, they treat you badly. And then we get down to the HR. I've seen. An, I think I went to a bank one. I went to a bank one um, one morning. The bank is close to my area. I walked into the bank to do a transaction, and we are. There are people. It was a Monday morning, so you ex, you know what a Monday morning inside the bank is like. It's always full because people from the people market persons want to collect change. They want to transfer money transactions here and there. People over the weekend and stuff like that. So I was just there. I think I went to the customer service. And I was seated and she, she needed to transfer something, she needed to handle something, but it's like, because she wants to attend to more persons, she just sent, I think she sent a Slack message. That's what I, I could deduce from what happened after. So I think she sent a Slack message to the superior to help her handle that one so that she can attend to the others. And then the next thing I heard the door, boom, opened. And then, who sent me that Slack message? Who sent me that Slack message? And then she was like, it's me, sir. In front of everybody in the bank you imagine the bank and on a monday morning who sent me that slack message who sent me that slack message it's me sir so why are you giving me your job sir not really i just wanted you to help me sort out that particular one so that i can attend to this you can see the queues too much that's the customer service speaking i guess she was ashamed i guess she was no it was terrible I was then I was just I was just looking at the man speaking, and now uh, you know I, I don't know the kind of thought that will be running through his mind. He'll be like, "Oh yes, I'm showing that I'm doing my job. Oh yes, I'm showing my superiority. Oh yes, I'm showing that I am in charge here. You are in charge, Mister, in front of everybody. You are embarrassing your own superior and uh, um, your own junior. Someone under you, you are trying to embarrass the person in front of the whole world, and in your mind you're like, "Oh yes, you are in charge." Come on, that, that, that is the height of stupidity. You don't have to show that you are the almighty and then bring down people in front of others. I felt very bad for that lady. And she was like, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. 
it's it's okay, so I can handle it. Please don't worry. Don't don't don't. And the man said better, and he jammed the door and he walked into his office. <laughs> yes, that is the superior trying to show his what superiority. That is tyrannic, if you ask me. Both tyrannic and stupid. That is stupidity in the highest order. That is a working place for God's sake, not a marketplace, not your bedroom. You don't talk to people like that. You don't treat people like that. Irrespective of their level. Even if they are the lowest in the company. You know, I see people talking to cleaners in the workplace and I'm like, oh. See, I've gotten too many experience. This brought me to my first place I worked. I worked as a cleaner in a hotel. The first place I worked. After my, after my work, I went to look for money. So I was employed as a cleaner. And then the reception is there and they were feeling all high and mighty. And they were like, hey, come back here. You've not, can't you say that this place is dead? You've not cleaned this place. <laughs> and I'm just like, sorry. I, 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 I never knew. Let me just go. Yes, and I'll go back to clean it. You know, those people we are, see this glass. This thing you're even cleaning, you can even clean this glass. Sweetie, Sweetie Williams cleans out the glass. Eh? That is them reporting to the head of the, uh, what do they call it? Um, is it the um, people that is in charge of cleaning the rooms? I don't know, I can't remember, I can't place the name now. You know, so the head, the, the superior, the supervisor. You know, and I'll be like, ah, I, I, use, I used window lino, you know, but I don't know, what, let me clean it again. That was how I was treated in that place. But fortunately for me, it did, I, I didn't last up to two months in that department. I was moved to the porter. I was moved to the reception department. I was now a porter of, of the hotel. I didn't last up to <laughs> I didn't last up to three months. And that same reception that was speaking to me really, we had to work together. We are now in the same department and in the same salary. You can imagine. That was, a, that was a person speaking to me rudely. That was a person who was trying to, to rubbish me before others or trying to downplay my, my hard work. But now we are in the same department. I didn't even last, I did not even last in the, um, as a porter in the hotel. I was moved to the reception. Um, I was, yes, I was moved to the reception. I was not a receptionist. So within the space of six months, I was a cleaner, I was a porter, and I was a receptionist. We are now in Isot. We hand over to ourselves. And I was like, oh, Agnes. That was what I, I was like, Agnes, here we are. That was what I was saying inside my mind. Agnes, now we are, we are colleagues. As in, we are colleagues, the main colleagues, as in, we are in the same department. We are not running shifts. That means I come in the morning, I wait for you, 12 o'clock, I go to my house, I hand over to you. I don't know who, I, I, so now you cannot even shout at me because we are doing the same job. It costs nothing to be nice to people. Yes. In fact, I never, I was not, I was too good at, I was moved in between departments. And they were like, oh, Williams, sorry, you cannot stay here any longer. We'll bring another person. We needed to man the bar. And that was the last place I worked. I had to man the bush bar. Wherever I go, I did well in that, in that department. That is it. It costs nothing to be nice. It costs nothing to be nice to people. There are toxic workplaces. The HR talks to people. Anyhow, you know, you see HROs, they'll just move in, open the door, boom. Flora, see me in my office. Haba, HRO. 
like someone that underwent training, someone that's supposed to be a professional, and then you go to the LinkedIn profile, you see human resource manager, stroke public strategies, stroke um, uh, whatever, whatever, social enthusiast, and something like that. <laughs> but when you see, meet the person, you're like, is this truly an HR? Maybe they don't know what a human resource manager is. Or you don't know what a human resource admin is. Your relationship with your staff, your relationship with those under you, is supposed to be mutual. It's supposed to be, um, how will I put it? What, what will I use to, what adjective will I use to classify this? It, it's supposed to be slippery, let me use that word. It's supposed to be easy so that you can relate to each other on a scale of balance, on the same level. Yes, you are the head, but your relationship with the others with the others in the company, your relationship with those under you, you're supposed to make them comfortable. That's the work of the HR. So you don't just come into the uh, to the office and you, you open the door, you barge in, and you say, Flora, see me in my office. That is being rude. That is not the duty of an HR. Yes, you might be sitting with anger. Yes, Flora might have done something that is um, not acceptable, that is against the rule of the company. But it costs nothing to just open the door or you send somebody or you send a Slack message. Yes, it's better to write it down. That, that will help to simmer the, the, the emotions. You might just write Flora, see me in my office and send via Slack and Flora will come immediately. If you know that you cannot handle your emotions at that point, rather than walking, barging into the office and Flora, see me now. HR. And then sometimes you see them walking people back. My friend, go home, you're not ready to work. How will you, how, why will you be dressed like that? Haba. Haba. Because, because you're the head? That is not the way to go. There is a thin line between what? Love and hate. And life is not always a bed of roses. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I see people who, most times I, 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 I feel for those who sell on the road. Do you know why? There is this thing in me that says, why, why would you just trust this person running, let, let the person keep running after our, our vehicle, you know, just to sell something of 15 naira? There are persons who purposely do that. You know, I've been in the vehicle and then, okay, yes, we're supposed to be going somewhere. And um, you know that you want water. You want to buy bottled water. But you'll be there staring, looking around. It is when the vehicle wants to move that you know, a bottle of water so that the person will start chasing after you, after you for something of 15 naira. Why not buy it when the vehicle was not in motion? But you want to stress those persons. Some people are like that. And within me, I'll be like, I, I think I told someone, something, I think I had to call someone to order one day when, when I was in a vehicle. We were together. In short, the, the, the vehicle was stationed in a park. People were buying things and you know moving around. The woman was just there looking. It was when the, the vehicle wanted to move. Bottle water, bottle water. And I was like, Madam, we have been here since. So you didn't. You just want to just stress this person that's selling this bottle water. And the woman was, I know, no, you know, no. Then why? As in, I, I, I was confused. What is the essence? Why, why buy it now? Why not wait when we get to a place where there's hold up? You then you can order. The thing is, I don't feel comfortable. I don't know. But whenever I see those people chasing after vehicles, it makes me feel somehow. Because I can put myself in their shoes. No, I have not hawked before. I have not done those kind of things before. But I know what they are going through. I know what it means to have to sell 
a bottle of water. And then you see them, some of them remove their slippers and then you start chasing, you know, and then you throw the money on the ground for them. And then, no, no, no. I would rather buy inside the park than have someone chase after me because I want to buy something of 50 naira. That is also another way to treat people nice. Yes. <laughs> you, might, you might also look at, you know, I, I look at conduct in Port Harcourt here, you, you, you see the conductors, they are very nice to you. Ah, fine girl, angel, where did they go? Come, I they go my four, they go Ajib. And then when you take that angel to her, but angel will say, stop me here, you go say, we need to stop here, come on, you never go, come as I shall, you, the conductor start insulting, this is the same conductor who says, who called you an angel, and then you begin to imagine, what have you done wrong? Your offense was, stop me here. And then you, you because you're the conductor, the accountant and everything at the same time, you want to rain abuses on the, the innocent girl you picked, who said, please stop me here. And then you see the driver, come on, let me stop here. This guy is just like that. This, this was someone you even packed for in an unusual parking space to pick her up. But now you, you stop her here, you are like, oh, they, they will catch me. But you never knew they were going to catch you or impound your vehicle where you were picking her up from uh, a, a non-bus stop. Yes, <laughs> this happens every day, every time it happens. Those conductors you and those they are very, very rude to people. And what about you, the, the passengers? Because yeah, you have money to pay, you are dressed well and you wear a good colon and a roll-on and you're looking all nice and smashy and dashy. You want to insult the conductor who is hustling for his money. I bet carry your ampute to the smell come off my face. Habba. This yes, his ampute is of course, because he has been under the sun. He is bound to have some foul smell here and there. But you don't have to embarrass him in front of everybody in the bus. I cannot shoot down your hand, I bet it's in the smell. No, put him through the side. Bah. Bros, I don't say you don't bob your hair, calm and fine. Everything you smell, you don't wear perfume, black shoe, and your space and face cap. Don't insult your fellow man now. Habba, you check him out. Habba, you know now. Now, fellow man like you. And then you see some girls talk to them rudely. That guy can put you in the house. Yes. He can marry you tomorrow and keep you what? In the house, get you pregnant and feed you three times a day. It costs nothing to be nice. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Absolutely what? Nothing. Right. I know some persons who will meet. I think I, I, I've, I've witnessed one, maybe because... Um, because of the way the world is now, you don't know who is who. You don't know people. People go to extra length to make money. People use um, dubious means to, to 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 get to people. What I mean is, you might be talking to someone and there they are charming you. Yes, that is the truth. You might be talking to someone and yes, they are taking information from you. Or someone is stealing something from your bag. It is a form of distraction. You might be talking to someone and they might blow something off your face and take it to an unknown place. That is a, that's that's the world we live in, but that does not give you the leverage to speak to someone who wants to meet you for direction. A harmless person who comes to you and say, "Ah, sister, good afternoon. Please, where are they going?" I say, "I pick up, pick up, pick up, pick up." Eh, no, ask my son how they do. Eh, come on, come on, I pick up, pick up. Shift, shift. No talk to me. Haba, Margaret, <laughs> that is rude. Yes, ma you, you, yes, the world is the, the world is a terrible place. The world is evil. But come on, Margaret, give the person benefit of doubt. 
They don't just start shouting and dragging the attention of everybody because someone just say, I beg, where be number 56? Margaret, if you're afraid, the person, you can just move aside a little as, or don't look at the person and say, 56 now, if you go front, you turn left, finish. But because you are, you are Margaret, you, or, or you have the, the, you have the feeling, the intuition that this is what's going to, this is how the world is. You have the, the idea that the world is a bad place and evil, people can do evil things. You, you begin to speak rudely to people. You begin to rain abuses. You begin to act abnormally. You begin to show how um, aggressive you are to, to people. Just for what? Someone asking you of direction, harmlessly. On, on this same part, there are girls who, guys will try to approach and then they begin to insult the person. I better shift this chingon boy, what I want to do with you, get out. It costs nothing to be nice because tomorrow that chingon boy can be someone who drives the, 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 the latest car in town. Yes, that is it. You know, I, I, I go to occasions and events sometimes and I, I, I look at people who feel they're on top of the world because they are sharing food to people. <laughs> you, you say, ah, I'm brother or sister. They never bring food for this outside, do. And then you say, uh huh. So, what are I go do? Now, somebody they talk. On a no go chop from house, come. On a go one come, 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 come chop on a morning, afternoon, and night food. Who tells you they never share food there? And my friend, get out of bed. If you never chop, then they go to your house. After all, you never even pay anything. <laughs> that is because you are what? In charge of sharing food in an occasion. And then you want to insult somebody because of food. Oh, because you are the celebrant's sister. You want to show that you are the celebrant's sister. Nobody can approach you. Nobody can talk to you. You want to insult people because you're the celebrant sister. You're the celebrant brother. You're the celebrant family. And anybody that asks you, um, sis, please, sorry, can I get water? Like, which water? You give give me any water to give for you. You begin to rain abuse on the person. You begin to insult the person. It costs nothing to be nice. Absolutely nothing. Oh, you want water? Okay, let me check if there's water. If there's none, I'll come. I'll get back to you. Finish. That ends it. That settles it. But because you are, you know the celebrant, in fact you you are in, you you, the, you your brother made you in charge of the the sharing of food and water and drinks. You want to ex show your 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 power. You want to express your tyranny. I remember when <laughs> when my brother was doing the wedding. When my brother wedded, actually, I was in charge of refreshments. And yes, you might meet um, uh, you might meet stubborn people. You might meet difficult people. But how you manage these situations, it, it matters. Yes, during the course of, please do not sit down here. This place is reserved for this um, committee of friends. Uh, or this place is reserved for this group. You can see this place is, there's a tag here. People will see, see you go to occasions and weddings, you see, people will see this tag, but they want to sit down there. But how you manage it matters. You don't go and meet them. You know they say this place now for 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 father in laws and in come on come on come on for you now can't you need a feel it you blind go to that canopy go sit down that is people, people do it yes they, it happens <laughs> it happens it does you know it, it, it doesn't take anything away from you it does not change your complexion it does not remove your height it does not even take a cobble out of your a bank account if you go and meet a person and say bros sir Please, this place is reserved for fathers in law. Or oh, this place is reserved for family members. Could you please move to the general canopy? 
person will be like, oh, okay. Then the person might want to come out and look and say, yes, please, I'm sorry. Please, just check the journal. Finish. That settles it. That settles it. But no, you want to express your intoxication with power, with the small authority you have. Inside, because of what? The wedding, you, yes, you're the family member. You, you are the one in charge of everything. I have been in charge of the, like I said, I was in charge of my brother's wedding. I've in charge of collecting the money, in charge of refreshment, and everything. It was well handled. Because I had to delegate authority. I had to say, bros, wanna help me? I know if you do this alone. Please, five of you just go and handle it. Bring the tray and I will accept it. It doesn't see if there are persons who come to occasions to eat two or three times. It is not your problem. But make sure the food goes round. Do not embarrass people because of food. Do not embarrass people because of drink. Those things go to the toilet. It's, it doesn't even stay. Yes, you might eat the chicken and the rice and the salad, and the next one you are in the toilet. Or the next 30 seconds you are in the toilet, dropping them away. That is it. That is life. While I'm, while I'm still on this, I can also say there are persons who also, you know, in their house they will have this um, boho. Maybe in the neighborhood, they are the only persons who have this boho and they give out water. So because the water done a compound now, anybody want to come fetch it, eh, what happened? If they follow us from the water, now you now you put the simu, I get out no water. Haba, for water. They, I think fella sang, water, you don't get any me. Water no get any me. My friend, you can pump another water. Or you can just say, okay, just take one bucket. We don't have much water. Or take two buckets, fetch two buckets. Please, after now, I don't want to turn it on again because there is no much water for us to use. Simple. Thank God for the place I came from. In my compound, we have water and people from everywhere come to fetch. Yes, in my compound. I think we were the first people to sink a borehole in that neighborhood before other people begin to sink. We were supplying water inside. People from the neighboring um, village comes to my place to fetch water. And we, we have not collected a dime. We never took money from anybody. We never said one bucket is 15 and no. Free, come and fetch. Because there is light. If there is no light, we use the generator to pump the water and you can come and fetch. But there are persons who want to exercise their power. Hey, who be that person put that uh, uh, water back there? Who? Where are you from? Throw it. And you see some of them throwing the rubber away. It costs nothing to be nice. It costs nothing to be nice to people on the phone. It costs nothing to be nice to people on the road. It costs nothing to be nice to people in the church. It costs nothing to be nice to people in the market. It costs nothing to be nice to people in your house, in your workplace. You know, be, be careful how you treat people on your way up because you, you will surely meet them on your way down. That is life for you. That life is what is not always a bed of roses. And it, is, it's, it's a, it's, it goes around. It's like a table. It turns around. Today, it's the, 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 the good parts might be facing you. Tomorrow, they might be facing another person. And next tomorrow, another person. Yes, today I might be driving the biggest car. But something might just happen to me, and then I'll be jumping on car and buses from to tomorrow. And then I will see that person who I spoke to rudely the other day, with his car, passing by. He might want to give you a lift. That is life for you. Life is not always a bed of roses. And it goes round. It's a merry-go-round. Today you are on top, the next time you are down, the next time you are in the middle. That is it. Today you might be the HR. Tomorrow you might be demoted to a normal staff and the person who came after you will be the HR. 
that today you might be the supervisor and the person who, who came after you might be the supervisor. Why you be dropped down? That's how life is. Today you might be the CEO and then tomorrow your company might fold and the person who you sorted or sat or fired would, would get another company or be work, will be doing well. That is how life is. That is what it costs nothing to be nice to people. My name is William Springs Chibiki and this is Coco Hops. Remember, Coco Hops is an audio mark. All you have to do is just type on the search box C O C O H U B, Coco Hub, and then you get every new episode delivered to you. All you have to do is just subscribe. Free of charge. Free of charge. And every new episode will be delivered to you via email. We are also on Apple Podcast, Google, in short, all of the podcasting platform, Coco Hub is there. Thank you for listening to this episode. You know, it's been a while I did a solo episode, so I said, okay, let me just try this out. Again, my name is William Springs Chibiki, and you know what? It costs nothing, absolutely nothing, to be nice to people. Bye-bye. <laughs>